0: Kei ngā taniwha o te e koutou Welcome to the hui, Māori Current Affairs for all New Zealanders. E taroake nei. Critical analysis or institutionalised racism, a group of high-powered academics have sparked controversy claiming mātauranga Māori isn't a science. In a special episode of the hui, we discuss the disagreement dividing academia. mai. <laughs> A debate of the value of mātauranga Māori is raging after seven professors from Auckland University penned a letter to the listener. The letter was in response to a NCEA working group's proposed changes to the Māori school curriculum which would promote parity for mātauranga Māori with other bodies of knowledge and include discussion on the way science has been used as a rationale for the colonisation of Māori. The professors say that while indigenous knowledge may indeed help advance scientific knowledge in some ways, to accept it as equivalent to science is to patronise and fail indigenous populations. The letter has sparked fierce criticism with Auckland University to distance itself from its sentiments. Soon we'll talk to mātauranga Māori experts, but first I spoke to one of the authors, emeritus uh, Professor Michael Cabalas. Do you know much about mātauranga Māori?
1: I've tried to. <laughs> I've tried to understand it. I think there are certainly elements of it that um, would, be, would be considered unscientific. Mm. I think, for example, there's an element of creationism as distinct from evolution. I think there's an element of spiritualism, uh, which I think is normally not accepted in you know, brain science. I think on the positive side, of course, there's a lot about values, and um, so I think it extends to more aspects of human behaviour than science does, I mean, science is sort of restricted into finding out about the truth about the world, basically.
0: Mm. You know, you set a high bar in terms of science, but you say you don't know lots about mātauranga Māori yet you've reached a conclusion without Knowing a lot about it. Well,
1: the, what we do know about it, and what we—I mean—we've tried to find out about it, is uh, seems to me antithetical to what science does a lot mm. of the time.
0: But you're speaking as an expert when you say Mātauranga Māori is not science. When
1: what you've just said well, to me is
0: that you don't know what Mātauranga Māori is but fully and wholly. We don't really
1: Māori who knows what Mātauranga is either. <laughs> I mean, really? Garth, Garth Cooper has—well, perhaps you do. Uh, but,
0: but wouldn't that be something that you would go and? and consult and engage with before you would write a letter like that?
1: Well, our main purpose was not to explain Matarangamari. Our main purpose was to complain about the fact that kids are being taught that science is colonising mm. and, and evil. I mean, it may have been a mistake to actually add stuff on Matarangamari. Uh We were there primarily to defend science, and that's what our article was called.
0: So the letter claims that science does in itself does not colonise. Right. But it, it kind of does because it excludes groups of people based on their race. When? Because you're excluding Māori as a science.
1: If if some of Māori is science, there's no problem. When mm. you can teach it because it's science. But if some of it is antithetical to science, if they're teaching creationism, for example, if there are different views on the planets and how the cosmos works, then it's it's in opposition to what science believes to be the case in terms of its observations and so forth.
0: Dr Rangi Matamua, he's an expert in Māori astronomy, Hmm. and he wonders how his Polynesian ancestors got to New Zealand if not for their scientific understanding of astronomy.
1: I think they probably had some very good understanding of how you could navigate by the stars. It's just observing things. It's scientific. But it's proto-scientific in the sense that I think our understanding of the cosmos now is a lot more detailed and, and sophisticated.
0: But if you consider at the time that they managed to get at themselves the time, across uh, the... At the
1: time, it was brilliant science. Were, yeah.
0: So were they scientists?
1: Yeah, oh, well, yes, I think they probably were in that respect. Right. S- so is
0: the letter it. wrong?
1: I don't think so, because if you try to equate Mataranga Maori with science, there's an awful lot of Mataranga Maori that's not science. And it's also, I think, the the philosophy is different.
0: The issue I have is that you're making these um, conclusions based on assumptions because you don't know what mātauranga Māori as a whole is. But
1: to, who does? My colleague has tried desperately hard to figure out. And, he's, and not it's not only that he doesn't get a good answer, he gets conflicted.
0: Well, I'm answers. not a Māori scientist, but I know plenty. And yeah. I know that they'll probably sit down with you and have a discussion about it and that... It could have been helpful before the letter was written.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sorry, I didn't know you existed. No, but, but, but,
0: no, no it's not me. I'm just, like, wouldn't that be something that you would do before you were to, to pen a letter like that and put it out in the
1: listener? We think the problem needs to be resolved, you know. I mean, we're getting a lot of uh, demand to put matamarangamari Māori into courses when we don't know about it.
0: It feels like it's a little bit elitism, because when you... When you take, for example, we were just talking about the navigators who were able to work out the winds and uh, follow the stars and build the sails. Mm-hmm. And then if you were to build a wind turbine and, and work out you know, wind power, you'd be a scientist But these other guys aren't. So it feels like it's where you come from and who you are.
1: Yes, I mean, if you're at that stage and you're navigating the Pacific, um, then they have a, a wonderful system. But nowadays we have GPS right? I mean, the science of navigation has proceeded a long way beyond what those early navigators did. Science itself... It's still all science, though, isn't it? Well, I think the thing about science is it changes. Yes. It progresses. Like everything. It evolves. At that time, they were as good as scientists as anyone. In fact, they were probably, you know, in advance of what European... I mean, I don't know uh, as navigators, they were terrific. But navigation now has moved light years beyond that. Mm. Right?
0: But to blanketly say that mātauranga Māori isn't science is offensive, because you know, we're, we're having this discussion here and we're agreeing that actually those early navigators, but well, bits of it, but mm. that's because you probably don't know the whole of mātauranga Māori. So for example, when I was at school we did the hokey pokey test and that was a science experiment. Another thing that we could do with food is uh, f- fermenting it, and mm. Māori have done that since day dot, where they ferment their food so that it lasts longer. That's yeah. science as well. But you know, you wouldn't know that because you don't eat teroi and you don't eat piro, and so to, to blanketly just say that it's not a science without any knowledge is poor practice.
1: Well, I don't think so, because I, I think if you put down the, the subtotal of what's known about Mataranga how much of it would feature in modern science journals?
0: Because you, you're not even asking
1: people, you haven't even asked people before you've, you've written this letter. Don't so forget, we, we're, we're writing about science and not about Mataranga. No. And also, we were not actually trying to form a division here, we were basically talking about science. Mm. It may have been a mistake to add um, what we thought the limit. We only had 300 words. Mm. What we thought Mātauranga could contribute, and we did say it could contribute to science. Because the, the
0: NCA um, paper that is at the heart of this discussion yep. is about holding Mātauranga Māori in the same vein as science. That's that's what you're opposed to.
1: No, we were opposed to saying that um, science is a colonising and a bad influence. That's what we're opposed to, and putting Maori kids off science. And that, I think, is an unfortunate consequence.
0: But wouldn't you encourage more Maori and Pacific children to be interested in science when when they can look at the science of their own people?
1: I think what we need to do is train Maori kids in science and then they can bring their knowledge into it and contribute to it. That's what I so
0: why doesn't science come into Matauranga Māori world? I mean, why does it have because to come science to science? Is all
1: over the world. I mean, you're going to bring all the scientists of the world into here. Science is contributed by cultures all over the world. Right? Mm. In that sense, it's universal. So the, the aim is, is not to put pit science against Matarangi. It's It's to create a science that draws on almost every culture in the world
0: but you've got to allow it in the gate, yes, in but the science pen. what they've
1: got to come into is science. But it's just your interpretation. Indeed.
0: It is. So,
1: <laughs> because, so, so, so the that's, power of science.
0: That sounds superior.
1: I don't that think sounds... it sounds superior. What I'm trying to make it sound is universal. I think we've got to bring Maori kids and Matarang into science so that their contribution is seen and the Japanese one is seen and the African, and so forth. We tried hard, perhaps we didn't succeed, not to present Matauranga as inferior. We just said that we didn't think it was science.
0: After the break, we discuss Matauranga Maori with our experts, Noreira, Kemaituni, Maira, Tezichiro. To discuss the value and application of mātauranga Māori, I'm joined now by Professor Rangi Mātāmoa, Māori astronomer, Tina Ngata, from the Institute of Environmental Science and Research, and Melanie Mark Shadbolt, indigenous environmental sociologist. Tēnā koutou. Kia ora. Well, just on the back of that interview there, Michael Corballis says he doesn't know what mātauranga Māori is. Is there a def- definition for mātauranga Māori, Rangi?
2: Uh, you know, I think um, you're right, he doesn't know what it is and I think he quite made that quite clear in his interview. However you look at mātauranga Māori, um, it is science and I think there is empirical science embedded at the heart of our knowledge systems and it's right across the world for indigenous cultures and even in the definitions, you know, it's a uh, systematically uh, compiled knowledge base around a particular subject matter or it's understanding the behaviour of the natural and physical world through observation and experimentation, and it's understanding the world and um, our interactions with it, then it's it's, all of these elements are science. And our ancestors have, and our people have always been scientists. It's not just in in our navigation or our food technology, it's Mm. in our agriculture, it's in our fishing techniques, it's in our clothing, it's in everything we've done. And I find it really, really interesting that someone who has no understanding of language, culture is not a practitioner, makes these assumptions and defending the virtues of Western science without any scientific empirical evidence to support these claims. They're just just my claims because I believe it to be so and I don't understand the space, but I'm going to define what it is for this other group of people, in fact, for the entire indigenous world and tell you it's not science because I don't understand it. It makes me uncomfortable. I think it's mostly voodoo don't really know how you got here, but it can't be science. I think you just sprouted out of the ground like kumara. You know, so not only is it offensive, it's not even scientifically robust. Mm. And so it, it's a real concern.
0: Yeah, it's been, a, it's been quite a week, eh, hey, for Māori mātauranga um, experts like yourself. What, what, how have you found this last week or so? With yeah. The discussions.
3: Yeah, I, I think um, we're used to these kinds of comments, I mean this is why many Māori leave universities because they get to a stage in their careers where they can no longer handle it, so for um, many of us who have been in universities it's kind of a oh yeah that's what it's like, it's a wee bit of the hurt again, mm-hmm. isn't It's it is that slow violence that, that happens to Māori academics, but for me, it's not about the individuals. I'm not really interested in what their view is. Um, you know, like Rangi says, there's no robust science behind their claims either. Uh, for me, it's more of a focus on our institutes that allow these people to operate uh, in there um, and who support them. They shouldn't. But that's a real problem yes,
0: because when we yeah. consider these three academics here, and none of you work in universities anymore. Um, there's a reason for that, and right. so when we have uh, academics and professors and lecturers that are, uh, believe you know, like um, Michael Corballis does, and and you
3: guys are, have actually disappeared from universities, what does that mean for the future? That's right. I mean universities are meant to be a place of higher learning. Uh, They are our hope for the next generation. We've all got kids or um, hopefully grandkids that will go through those systems. I've got a son right now, or two sons right now, in the university system. Um, It is a sad indictment of the institutions. It's great that Auckland University came out and, you know, straight away said, this doesn't represent us. Mm -hmm. But actually, it's a sign that there are bigger issues, uh, that these people are allowed to have these views uh, and they're fermenting away In the university, um, and it's dangerous. It is dangerous not only for current academics but future academics. The letter was in the defence of science and it was
0: uh, kind of hung around the fact that they were opposed to um, the the NCA paper saying that uh, science had been used as a rationale for colonisation. Talk me through that, the issue there.
4: Well, you know, I think what's really important to focus on in that is that one of the aspects that's being talked about for the new curriculum is that we have to examine how science has been used in harmful ways and there's no denying that science has been used in harmful ways. Science has been used to create nuclear bombs Mm -hmm. and then Apparently that was so great that that person got put on the back of the $100 bill. And then science has been used also to legitimise acts of war and acts of severe oppression and genocide and eugenics as well. So, you know, science doesn't exist within a vacuum. No scientists just go outside and observe something and then go, oh, I've just done science. You know, it's a part of a broader system. And like all systems in Aotearoa, that system has been subjected to a process of colonisation and that has created Privilege, and it has also carried out dispossession to create that privilege. The dispossession has largely happened at the hands of Māori. And so this is a story that we've seen play out around the world. And so science has been colonised in and of itself and we can see that in these types of letters is that there's a there's a imperial mentality of claiming and, um, and ownership and authority Um, and also a hierarchical value system that's inherent in that letter as well. And as much as they're trying to backtrack from that, they have said in the letter that it falls short of... Western science of what they're claiming to be all science is Western science, so they are applying hierarchical values mm. and this is exactly why it's so important for us to learn about the connections between science, racism, colonialism mm. and imperialism, so that we don't continue to replicate those really poor arguments
0: we, we hear about Western science, we hear about science and how it has to be, you know, the right kind of science. What is the whakapapa to science? Mm-hmm. Is there one?
2: Well, science and, and Michael was actually right, science has changed and it yeah. ch- has changed throughout the ages and um I I suppose you know we're we're talking about the issue being knowledge and being science but that's not the issue that's not what's underlying what's going on here Mm. what's underpinning this whole argument is race Mm. and I think there is a racial political and social agenda by a group of people who are spreading a little bit of fear the likes of oh my god these Maori are going to come into our classrooms and replace the periodic table with a karakia, or remove the Bunsen burner and put a haka in its place. There is no attack from indigenous people on on, on science, on what we understand to be modern Western science. But there is more than one way to understand something. Mm. That's the point that we're coming across here. There is some real learning to be had within indigenous knowledge. And we are always open to share, we're not imposing Something, another way of knowing, another way of learning, uh, another approach to wisdom upon another group of people. That was done to us. So please don't say to us, you know, you're imposing your ways that aren't proper knowledge upon us. And it undermines. I mean, like, if Māori say, oh, everything began in a small place, of Rangi and Papa and was exploded outwards and that created, you know, and he talked about cosmology and, oh, that's myths and legends. But when it's a singularity and a big bang, it's, it's science. Mm. Same as, you know, uh, when we say, we've got genealogy to stars. And I say, how ridiculous is that? And now everything begins its life in a star, every molecule and everything that makes up the entire world. When it's done from a Western perspective, it's scientific truth. And when it's an indigenous idea, it's myths and legends, and it undermines what we do.
0: Yep. Mel, when you um, consider that actually the opposition to this NCA paper came, was born out of actually a Māori curriculum, so it wasn't even a mainstream curriculum, this was about yeah. mātauranga Māori for Māori, tamariki, we've got kura, we've got kura, we've got thousands of kids pouring out of it, so of course we have to create curriculums for our people. You know, what is your whikaro around that? We're not even talking about a general paper here.
3: Yes, right. I mean, I guess there's a wee bit of the othering here where, and and Mm. it does come back to the fear and the scaremongering as well, that there has always been in the science space a wee bit of intrusion into the Māori and into the Mātauranga space or into the Indigenous Knowledge Departments by non-Māori academics. It quite often happens when resourcing is low, uh, when you're struggling to get um, some, you know, Funding, or you're struggling to get a bit of attention, I find that we quite often have the othering and we find non-Māori in particular encroaching into Māori spaces. Um, One, they obviously, you know, you shouldn't be in a discipline that's not yours. I, am as a social scientist, wouldn't uh, head over into the the astrophysics space and start trying to tell them what to do. Um, We don't need non-Māori or those who don't specialise in Indigenous studies coming in to um, tell us what mātauranga is, and it's a wee bit of that. It's a wee bit of that fear encroaching into other people Spaces and it's actually just not needed. Mm. What is the um, danger of dismissing Indigenous knowledge, Indigenous
4: science, Matauranga Māori? Well, you have a look at the role that Matauranga Māori or Indigenous science and knowledge has played in maintaining biodiversity internationally. Ooh. So 80% of the world's biodiversity is retained and, and biodiversity is one of the cornerstones of climate responses mm. as well. You have a look at the fact that you know we've stored uh, 33 times the global carbon emissions in indigenous managed forests. We know that when we retain biodiversity and spaces as well and retain natural habitats for animals, you have less transfer of zoonotic diseases like COVID into human populations. Mm. We know that indigenous knowledge and di- indigenous practices have informed and, and enhanced community cohesion and care models mm. and ways of looking after each other through the COVID crisis. So existential issues Jews have been enhanced and addressed through the application of Indigenous knowledge. I, it, it's kind of mind-blowing that somebody, that anybody would say that Indigenous knowledge and ranga Māori haven't featured in peer-reviewed publications, science publications. It just says to me you haven't looked because mm. it's everywhere. Well, this is what they're saying. Yeah. It, I, exactly, yes, but it's been well published. It's every, You only have to go onto Google Scholar and you'll find mm. numerous publications relating to mātauranga Māori and indigenous knowledge as well so I think that's an indicator of the fact that they haven't really looked but I guess and it also speaks to the points that we're taking that this isn't actually about knowledge it's about power you know science is what informs policy Mm. policy shapes our systems everything that we do Mm. science is about power but this is also about funding this is all about also about privileges and and positions and employment, because this is a science system Mm -hmm. as well. And so, you know, I think that the discussion that's being placed here, it's disingenuous to say that it's really about māte Māori. It's about power and privilege and race. Uh, uh,
0: Dr Michael Kobalis talks about getting... Rangatahi Maori
3: or Tamariki into sciences. How how do we do that? How do Maori do that? Yeah, not by putting them in front of people like that, obviously. Uh, I mean, that's one of the biggest risks, isn't it? Is that our kids are turned off by education systems that don't value their knowledge sets or they don't Mm -hmm. see themselves in it. You know, you've got to see yourself in what you're Mm -hmm. being taught for it to really resonate with you. You've got to have a good uh, good teacher uh, and content that resonates with you. And you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a son doing his masters in applied science um, but he's not doing applied science because he's had lecturers necessarily he's had great mentors and great non-maori scientists who have mentored him but not been his lecturers necessarily Um, we certainly won't get more kids into stem if they don't feel valued um, if they feel marginalized in the classrooms and if their values and what they're taught by their nannies and their kuros is demeaned Um, we've been,
0: you know, there's been a renaissance, well, not for you, because you've been living the stars and the future forever, <laughs> but in terms of, you know, us, the rest of us, in terms of Matariki over the last, you know, 10 years or so, and we've start, you know, we've uh, seen lots of amazing kaupapa happening. Do you, is this the beginning of Matauranga Māori? Is, like, do you feel like we're, we're heading in the right direction as a people?
2: I do. And just to follow up on what Mel was saying, I honestly think that the Holy Grail, in the next stage of our scientific endeavor is understanding the interface that exists between traditional knowledge and indigenous knowledge systems and modern day science, mm. because they're not adversaries. Mm. None of us are up here saying, science bad, science bad. And mm-hmm. that seems to be what was being suggested. Science is, and, and has made some magnificent and wonderful discoveries. So has indigenous knowledge. Mm. The difference I think for me is that it is encompassed in a much larger cultural understanding and belief system. And there was fear there, oh, it's creationism, there's spirituality. And Mm. the reason that our scientific and empirical scientific knowledge is embedded within our cultural practices, within our ceremonies, within Mm. our language, within within our narratives, is because it has meaning and purpose to us. That's how we connect to it. Mm. That's how Māori can really Really connect, and you really want to make Maori children scientists, then exactly what Ma was saying: mm. show them that they've always been scientists. Connect to who they are at a cultural level. They don't have to be this adversary science here, and your myths and legends over there. But
0: it's it's important
2: to question science. Is it right?
4: Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so it's important, you know, which is why it's so important for people who write letters like this mm. to do their own. Mm. level of, of, their own level of research into exactly what mātauranga Māori means. I understand that there are, you know, scientists, mātauranga Māori experts in very close proximity to them in their workplace that they could engage with <laughs> and find out about mātauranga Māori. And so, you know, certainly it's important for us to critique it. And this is exactly what the NCEA, you know, Mata Māori recommendations are saying, is to rigorously critique and self-reflect and reflect on the use of science over time and particularly Western science over time and how it's been used to harm and so I don't understand why you would um, you know, hold any position against a level of critical reflection which is that critical reflection has always been a hallmark of good science. Just before we go, just quickly, your advice for um, young
0: scientists, young Māori scientists that are, might be watching tonight? <laughs> Question everything. Yeah. yeah. Question yeah. everything. <laughs> Read a good book. <laughs> <laughs> Learn about the stars. That's Rangi. Got
2: a hekoru. Yeah. Um, see yourself in your science and, and don't necessarily just the GPS. Mine took me on the wrong road today when I was coming <laughs> yeah, here. So. Yeah. Especially if the road works. Yeah. yeah.
4: Hekoru rotai. Yeah, believe in yourself, back yourself, back your tipuna, back your papa. Mm. you know, and, and don't have anybody else try to come in and tell you who you are and who Silver. you've always been and who your people have always been. That's going to be the most important thing, I think, for anybody on their science journey.
0: Tēnā koutou, thank you to the star-powered panel. <laughs> thank you. Finally get rangi on the panel, tēnā koutou katoa. Uh, mai mai rā, te te tiro, kahui anō tātou, Now, before we sign off this evening, St John Ambulance has been in touch about last week's story where Tōrere Iwi Ngaitai say ambulances are taking too long to reach the small East Coast community, so they've started their own first responder group. St John applauds their initiative, but wanted to correct information about a lack of ambulances in the area they have ambulances in Opotiki, Tikaha and Waiho Bay along with extended care and intensive care paramedics and cars to service the area. They acknowledge that it can sometimes take longer to arrive at more remote locations and encourage Farno and all communities to be trained in first aid to help while the ambulance is arriving, but they want to stress the importance of also calling 111. For an ambulance in a medical emergency. Paramedics provide advanced life support and clinical treatment in medical emergencies. Ko on ear.